This is New Hampshire's home for sports on ESPN New Hampshire Radio, WGAM, Manchester, WGHM, Nashua. Again, we have to really um, have a good week of practice. Uh, you know, it's a short week, so uh, you know, we really have to do a great job understanding um, that the Jets have changed in the last couple weeks. Considering um, you know they have a couple changes at the offensive line and their running back uh, position, so and quarterback position. So uh, you just have to do a great job of watching the last two weeks um, to see some of the things that have changed, and then really focus on ourselves to prepare well and play well uh, come Saturday. Michael Floyd's BAC was released yesterday in uh, Arizona. They call it super extreme DUI. Do you guys know the extent of it when you decided to claim them last week? Oh, no, no, it was just released. Um, so finding out about the extent of it yesterday, does that change anything? Yeah, well, again, I'll bet he's in a legal situation. I can't comment on his legal situation. Appreciate you asking about it, though. I really do. Just want to be fair. Yeah, 100%. That doesn't change your opinion on the matter. I can't. I can't comment on, on legal legal situation. You know, I understand um, what happened last week was last week. Um, you know, I'm excited about my opportunity here. You know, being a Patriot uh, with a great group of guys, uh, great group of coaches, and an organization that just um, treat people well. Hi, I'm David Krejci. I'm from Sternberg, Czech Republic, and my favorite player growing up is Jeremy Jagr. Hi, I'm Jeremy Jagr from Kladno, Czech Republic. My favorite player growing up was Jeremy Jagr. It doesn't get any better. Moves up, lead pass to Yager, trying to beat the defense, goes down, he's pulled down, scores, it goes in! And he whacked at it out of midair. What a goal by Yarmir Yager. That will go down on a, as one of the great highlight goals of all time for Yarmir, number 68. Unbelievable. That might be the most incredible goal that he's ever scored. I, I don't know if he'll ever top that one. Yes. Yep. And Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Festivus, Happy Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, may it be happy. This is the stretch run 
live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Manchester in the Mall of New Hampshire. Back again. We were here two weeks ago. Of course, we've been alternating between here and the Concord establishment. And uh, glad to be back here in Manchester. Bob Bardis alongside me since we aren't having a show tomorrow uh, on Friday. The Friday co-host is with me today and he will be on shortly. But before that, we want to welcome on Jess in Brooklyn from the Buffalo Wild Wings here. They are servers here. How are you doing, ladies? Good. How are you? Not too shabby. And uh, Merry Christmas. Merry uh, Christmas to you. Happy holiday. What do we celebrate here? Christmas. Christmas. Okay, there yep. we go. You know, it's a PC world now. Yes. I don't want to affect anyone here. Absolutely. Right? So as you might have heard there, uh, Yaramay Jagger clips coming in. He's a hockey player. I'm not sure if you knew that. No. Nope. Future Hall of Famer. And he is about to break or... Go into the second all-time in points today against the Bruins. He needs one point. The Florida Panthers are playing the Bruins tonight. You know who the Bruins are, right? Yes. Okay. So, Yarmer Yager. Now, Brooklyn here has just informed me that she is a young 18 years old here. Uh, Yarmer Yager still playing, all right, third in his team in scoring. Line mates that are 19 and 18. He is 44. Oh, my gosh. And still playing. Wow. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. Yeah. The guy's like, he's like a fine wine. He just gets better as he gets older. It's unreal. But uh, speaking of beverages and fine food, there's plenty of that here. Uh, why don't yes. we tell the listeners uh, what today is, as it is every Thursday at Buffalo Wild Wings. Today we have 65-cent boneless wings. Mm-hmm. And we also have 349 tall Budweiser's and Bud Lights and 499 Goose Island IPAs. All right. Beautiful. And when is happy hour, Jess? Two to five and nine to close. So right now, yeah, it's time to get happy. Absolutely. Awesome. So it's happy hour. That so two happy hours. Absolutely. That's pretty cool. Game on. I'm taking. <laughs> you guys ever uh, have any customers that kind of stay through both of them that you have to kind of shut yeah, off? Yeah, sometimes. Oh yeah, they get a little too happy. Absolutely. That's like a double happy hour. I've never heard of that. That's awesome. That's great stuff. So you now, don't, if you don't miss it, you don't miss it. You exactly. Know? And if you were sad during the first one, you know you. Gradually get happy, happy, (laughs) take a little intermission, and get happy again. So, uh, Brooklyn, where are you from? I'm from Goffstown, New Hampshire. Okay, cool. And how long have you been working here? I've been working here for a year. Awesome. How do you like it? I love it here. So much fun. Nice. You have cool uh, staff members, as I see. Yep, it's a lot of fun working here. Nice. And Jess, how about you? I've been here for a few months. Okay. Um, I love it. I've done a lot of restaurants and stuff, but it's really fun here. It's upbeat. Uh Um, And I'm also from Derry, New Hampshire. Oh, cool. Nice. Now... Where were you before that? Um, just at home with my son. Okay. So this is the first waitressing? And No, no, no. I've waitressed before. But oh, yeah. I've been home for a little bit, like a okay. few years. And how does that compare? How does this place compare to uh, some of the other places you were at? Oh, totally more way upbeat. Um, it's all about sports, wings and beer. Like, it's just kind of like a party. Nice. Now, I could tell with all the TVs around here that this place must be rocking on Sundays for football. We've talked oh, to some yes. of the waitresses here before. Uh, what is your favorite football team? The Pats. All right. I got to stay with my home team. <laughs> All right. You, you pause there. Is there another team you got an eye on or something? Or No, it's just the Pats. I just don't get to watch the sports a lot. Because you're working, here, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. I hear what you're I saying. I don't get to sit and actually watch well, and pay That's attention. what DVR is for. That's true. All right. All right. You got to start using the DVR. How about you, Brooklyn? What's your favorite team? I'm a Pats fan, too. Nice. Yep. Nice. Now, the name Brooklyn, anything, any special meaning to it out of there? Just, nope, just a just, cool name? Just the name my parents liked, yep. All right, now we were talking off air, Brooklyn and I, and I was like, do you know the Beastie Boys? She said no, so that made me feel real old. But then she, we said the, uh, Pete's, Pete Terry is here from uh, ESPN New Hampshire. And actually, we want to thank Pete for everything he's done. This is his last week at ESPN New Hampshire, buddy. We, uh, it's been a pleasure getting to know you. In the short time I've been here, you've become not only a colleague but a good friend as well, and uh, we're happy to have you. We might have to do a... Uh, a farewell shot later, buddy. I, I know you got things to do. I know you got to go home, but we're on. All right. We're getting a nod there. It's going to happen. Um, so Brooklyn then knew, though, when Pete said she knew No Sleep to Brooklyn, right? Yep. All right. Perfect. Perfect. And they have another song called Hello, Brooklyn. Yep. I know that one, too. I awesome. just didn't recognize the band name. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Cool. Uh, speaking of music, who is your favorite music? I have a lot of favorites. Because we do music huge here. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I like all different kinds of music. All right, cool. How about you, Jess? I'm all over the place, too. Yeah. I like my 80s and my 90s and all my right. 2000s, my country, my rock, everything. You're like everything. me. You're yes. Johnny Cash fan? The who? Do you like Johnny Cash? 
Yes. All right. <laughs> you would have been off the show if you said no. So good, good call. <laughs> yes. Um, now, you guys, I imagine, do get a discount here and are able to eat at this place. What is your favorite sauce for wings, Jess? Oh, um... There's so many good ones. Yes. I mean, um, my go-to is Honey Bee, um, Honey Barbecue. But, that's one of um, mine. We also have that featured one we have is Havana Heat that's on right now. Havana Heat. Havana Heat. Oh, boy. And it's really need a lot of water? Um, no, it's actually not as spicy as you would think it is by okay. the name, but it is delicious. Awesome. Um, so I would say those two right now and Parmesan garlic oh, yeah. and the rest of them. Yeah. They're all they're, good. Yeah. <laughs> then they all sort of bunch in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. the Parmesan garlic and honey barbecue. I Absolutely. might try the Vanna Heat, though. That sounds good. How about you, Brooklyn? My go-to is honey barbecue, too. But if I don't have that, it's normally like Asian Zang. Nice. And, you know, I love this place, too. And for our listeners there who know and they listen to me regularly, I have celiac, which yeah. stinks. It's a pain. But you have to go gluten-free. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I've, I was diagnosed only like two years ago, but... Uh, a lot of times you go, you can't have wings in places. Yeah. You guys have gluten-free wings, don't you? We do. Look at that. I'm telling you, for all you fellow celiac uh, miserable people like me, you can come to Buffalo Wild Wings here in Manchester, Mall of New Hampshire, and you can get gluten-free wings. Not bad at all. Ladies, we want to thank you. Thank you. Enjoy thank the you. happy hours. I'm going to definitely enjoy it and uh, come back and say hello, all right? Absolutely. Thank all right, you that so is much. Brooklyn and Jess of the Buffalo Wild Wings here at the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester, we're going to bring on uh, our man, Bob Bardis. Special co-hosting job here on a Thursday. And I want to give a shout-out as well to our man, Brian here, the uh, the manager, the fine manager here. Yes, hey, Bri, by the way, hop on quick, hop on. Y- you heard me talking about the Bruins, Yarmir Yarger. They're in Florida tonight. Yes, sir. Uh, where I'm sure you've been to see them yes, play sir. when you were living down there, right? Uh, BB&T Center. Yeah, that's right, man. Beautiful. Bruins Nation well, will be down I was there just going to say, is it going to be like Bruins South or what? Absolutely. Bruins Bruins Nation, 70% of the arena tonight will be Bruins fans. Awesome stuff. Well, yeah, hey, uh, those Jess in Brooklyn, awesome job here on the show. And, Beautiful. Uh, they represented well, and we've got Bob Bardis here. My friend, Bob, how are you? Merry Excellent. Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, we all taken care of with the shopping here? Or? The shopping is done. The court appearances are done. The office luncheon is done. You know, we're, we're coasting <laughs> into the weekend Brian's here. getting used to the and fact is, that he's a radio host slash lawyer. Right. Love it. it. This is, my this Laszlo. Is, this is a great time of year because nothing says happy holidays like a restraining order. Bingo. Well, you know, my phone <laughs> will be ringing off the hook over this weekend on which or, kid. Or a Dewey. Right. Which kid didn't get to which house on time with the new significant other, the child support check bounced. Yeah. And, and by the All way, not to stuff. take away business from our, our, our fine friend, and not to take away business from uh, Bob Bardis here, but he will be in agreement with me. If you come to Buffalo Wild Wings tonight, you join me in a few beverages or wherever you are enjoying the holiday beverages don't drink and drive. Take an right, Uber. Right. Be smart. Do All right. Not, take not a look, Whatever it is, do you know. Do not be hiring. And I'm sure Brian here will, if you need him to take care of it, they'll call a cab for you or whatever. Absolutely. You know, I, I'll tell you, man, I have a friend of mine who he admitted on Facebook the other day how, how stupid he's been in the past and gotten away with it. And he said he finally learned his lesson watching all this Michael Floyd stuff, uh, the Patriots wide receiver that's uh, obviously in some big trouble with the driving under the influence. And so he takes an Uber, and sure enough, they turn the corner right after the bar, roadblock. Wow. And he's like, that would have been me. Absolutely. So if you're listening, don't let it be you. Do not drink and drive. No point, especially with Uber now, guys. Right. Like, I, you know, like back in the day, those cab rides could get up there, man. Absolutely. You know, especially if you're, you know, living around the city. I remember covering the Bruins. I used to have to drive home from TD Garden to Arlington, Mass., and if I took a cab, we're talking like 50 to 60 bucks, but it's, it's better than, you know, 5000 later on. Yeah, it's exactly. Um, but now, I mean, the Uber, it's under 20 yeah. bucks. You've got no excuse. No excuse. That's a, and I don't get these, these celebrities and athletes to do it either, like Michael Fo- Like, dude. Mind-blowing. Mind dude, what are you talking? Like, hi, get a limo. You have millions. You have millions. Get a limo. Get strippers in there. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. Uh, 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 entertainment technicians. Sir. That's right. Excuse me. Baller, <laughs> ballerinas, as we've called them here. Yes. yes. <laughs> but, I mean, like, get some entertainment. You know, you got a TV. You can watch the end of the game. I mean, it's, it's, it's just dumb. But, hey, listen, Brian, how's the, um, the traffic here been picking up uh, over the holidays? Beautiful, beautiful. Been it's now. a lot more packed than last time oh, I was here. What, absolutely. like three weeks, two weeks ago? Two weeks yeah. ago, yeah. A few more heads in the building today, huh? Yeah. A lot of guys doing their last-minute shopping. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That will be me tomorrow morning. <laughs> there you go. I'll yeah. be with you. Yeah. <laughs> that will be me tomorrow morning. Well, thanks, my friend, for coming on, as no always. Problem. And we're glad to be here. 
pleasure to see you. Yeah, for sure. We're looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time today. Bob Bardis, we have a Thank great you. show in store. Let me run down the schedule for you and the listeners here. And it's it's been getting altered a bit throughout the day. So it's a little different than what I sent you. Uh, we are going to start off in the next segment. Good friend of mine, colleague, Kevin Weeks, former NHL goaltender. You can now see him on NHL Network. He's on uh, NBC Sports, uh, TSN. He's all over the place. And he will be joining us as he prepares for his NHL Network show. A lot of hockey games on tap tonight, and I'm sure we will discuss the Bruins at the Florida Panthers. Uh, Bruins looking to snap their skid right now. Uh, also looking to maybe avoid being part of uh, hockey and sports history as Yarmar Yager needs one point to surpass Mark Messier, his former teammate with the Rangers, uh, on the all-time points list and move into second right behind Wayne Gretzky there. Uh, so we'll talk to Weeksy about that. We are then going to talk to our man Mario Mergola, who went 4-0-0 last week. All right? And he's saying to me he needs to start listening to the picks he makes on our show because since he started coming on our show in the last four weeks, he is 14-1-1 making picks on our show. So, so, so he's got a better record than the Patriots. Yes. Unreal. Okay. Okay. Like, and so for you listeners out there who may partake in some fun, fun, fun picks. For educational and entertainment purposes. For educational purposes. and entertainment purposes. <laughs> you do want to listen to Mario Magoller. The guy rocks. Glad to have him be part of the show this year. He's been great. He will be joining us at the end of the segment here, or the end of this hour, uh, in the final segment. And then in the top of the next hour, Sully and I will make our NFL picks. The old man here is ahead of the youngster there. Uh, and I, as Yarmir Yarger continues to do, will persevere and beat the youngster. One, Justin Sullivan. Justin, are you there, my friend? Garbage. <laughs> That's what he thinks of that. Sully, how are we doing? Doing good, Murph. Doing good. Are uh, you holding up the fort there at the studio in Nashua? Uh, yeah, I'm the only one here. Yes, I am holding, literally holding down the fort. I am the only one wow. left in the building. Yep. Wow. Everyone has oh gone. Oh, boy, my friend. Everyone has gone for the holidays, and uh, I'm the only one left here with me and uh, Santa and my buddies here. So, yeah. Well, Just we might have to send over some entertainment <laughs> technicians for you. Yeah, uh, and anyhow, some wings, too. We, wings would be nice. <laughs> and some wings, too. The wings are more, I, love, I love Sully. <laughs> they can come later. I need my wings. Uh, listen, so we're going to continue one of Sully's favorite segments of the week. Cole Wright will be joining us in the middle frame of the second hour. And then a special guest at the end of the second hour, an old, old friend of mine by the name of Jeff Hilliard, has become an Internet sensation along with his daughter, as they put out a punk rock version of Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Have you seen this, uh, Bob Barnes? I have not. Well, you will have to YouTube it in the break, and we will come in, obviously, when he comes on. We'll come in with that song and their rendition. Uh, but it's gone viral. We want to talk to him about that and uh, just a lot of fun stuff there. He's been a musician all his life, and now all of a sudden, at the, I think he's the same age as me, 42, he's getting the recognition. So, yes. you know, he's... Uh, He's the Yaramir Yager right now of the internet music world, and we will talk to him, Jeff Hilliard, in the final segment of the second hour. Uh, he usually joins us on Tuesday. Our man Rich Seeley will be joining us at 5.05, the head coach of the Manchester Monarchs, and then we will close things out as we close every week out with our man Gabriel Morenci. He'll give us his bowl picks and NFL picks. Sully, cue that music up, my friend. We're going to take a break here. I'm going to get my wings lined up. So I have some uh, grub during the show. I've got Bob Bardis here with me, Pete Terrier. We are live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Manchester at the Mall in New Hampshire. It is happy hour right now. It'll be happy hour again at 9 o'clock. It's also boneless wings. Day here, 65-cent boneless wings. So come on down, say hello, watch some Bruins-Panthers, watch the Giants and the Eagles. Giants uh, trying to clinch a playoff berth. Uh, we've got plenty of sports to talk about here, so stay with us here on the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. Jimmy Murphy, Bob Bardis, live from Buffalo Wild Wings in Manchester at the Mall of New Hampshire. We'll be back.
You're listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy, right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Every big sports moment can be heard right here on ESPN New Hampshire. Classic a shot, down in front, picked up by Crosby, lobbed down the ice, and the Pittsburgh Penguins have won the Stanley Cup. Flips to Jacobs, three for the win, it's good! It's the three to Steps back, puts up a three, won't go. Final seconds, it's over, it's over. Cleveland is a city of champions. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. We've got it all here. This is ESPN New Hampshire. The Apple Therapy Student Athlete of the Month is brought to you by Apple Therapy. Visit AppleTherapy.com. This is Laura Remillard with November's Male Student Athlete of the Month, Jaruk Hassan from Bedford High School. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience as a senior? This year as a senior has been very crazy football-wise, like winning in an OT versus Merrimack. What schools are you looking at? I'm looking at Northeastern, St. Lawrence. It's a lot of good educational schools in New England. What are you looking to major in? I'm looking to go into pre-med. How excited are you about D1 Football State Champion? Congratulations. Thank you so much. Our whole team is definitely very excited. It's the first one in DHS history for football to actually come out with a win this year. It's incredible. And definitely to be a captain of that team and finally put that banner up. Tell me a little bit about your volunteer work. During the summer, I was a volunteer at the LA Hawks. I did a lot of volunteer with the National TV, so like HRC, FBI, part of the National Honor Society goal, so there's a lot of volunteer work that I have to do with them. I volunteer for blood drives, and I actually put on a dodgeball tournament last year for the Children Miracle Network. We donated like around $1,000. What inspires you to participate in all this volunteer work? I know a lot of people need our help, though. I just try to get back, try and do my part, and just volunteer my time. Is there anything else that you can really say that you got out of going to school in Bedford? Privilege to play sports here. It's amazing because all the coaches, they really care about you. Coach, thanks. Like, I look at him like as my best friend, but when it's time to you know put on the pads, then he's definitely there to coach you up, too. So the teachers are amazing. They really care about you. Nominate your son or daughter. Sign up now at ESPNNHradio.com. With six New Hampshire locations, Apple Therapy's comprehensive orthopedic rehabilitation clinics offer convenient access to a wide variety of services. Apple Therapy uses the latest technology and treatment techniques such as trigger point dry needling, active release techniques, running gate video analysis, and Graston technique. Plus, they are networked to most providers and all insurance companies. Apple Therapy is located in Amherst, Bedford, Manchester, Nashua, Londonderry, and Executive Health Club. For more information and access to their video library, visit AppleTherapy.com. Celebrate twice the holiday season with Metro PCS. Right now, switch to Metro PCS and get two free Samsung Galaxy On 5 smartphones, sales tax not included. Plus, Metro PCS is on the 4G LTE T-Mobile network, so you'll have the nationwide coverage and fast speed to make the most of your two free smartphones. For a limited time, add a line to select plans and get 8 gigabytes of data for only 30 bucks. Swing by Metro PCS and check two free Samsung Galaxy smartphones off your list. Metro PCS, wireless figured out. Come experience all the joys of living at Bedford Green. Only steps from the Merrimack River and Heritage Walking Trails, the Bedford Green offers some of the largest floor plans in the area with a convenient location only minutes from Manchester. Bedford Green is the town's newest luxury living address featuring granite counters, stainless steel appliances, natural light and spacious layouts, and offers easy accessibility to restaurants, shopping, and all the major highways. Visit BedfordGreenNH.com. There's no better place to watch football than Buffalo Wild Wings. Monday night, Thursday night, or all day Sunday, visit your local Buffalo Wild Wings at 8 Loudon Road in Concord or inside the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester for the best football watching experience. While you're there, grab a Bud or Bud Light Hall Draft for only $3.49 or a Goose Island IPA for $4.99 all December long. Join the fun for Bud Light Wednesday night trivia at Buffalo Wild Wings where you can test your knowledge and win great prizes like ski tickets. Buffalo Wild Wings in Concord and Manchester. Wings, beer, sports. Do you feel like you've been benched or sent down to the minors? Are you paying the correct amount of child support? Let a team of experts help you out. That team is Bardis Law. There is nothing more important in your life than your kids. You wouldn't cut corners for them? Don't cut corners on your legal representation. Don't show up without your starters. Going to court without an attorney is like playing without a coach and without a playbook. Let Bardis Law get you back in the huddle so we can call the play. Call Bardis Law at 603-420-8588 or visit www.bardislaw.com. 
Cam Rogers. According to the Cleveland Plain dealer, coaches are forced to teach RG3, or I'll say, refresh his mind on these three mechanics. One, plant your back foot, then throw. Two, get down, then slide. Three, throw the ball away. Don't take needless hits from the defense. Those are three things that coaches are focusing on. Rather than focusing on the playbook and improving the offense, they have to pretty much reteach these basic components to Robert Griffin III. Saturday at 4 on ESPN New Hampshire. This is your home for the Boston Red Sox. You're listening to ESPN New Hampshire. The holly green, the ivy green, the prettiest picture you've ever seen. It's Christmas in Killarney with all of the folks at home. It's nice, you know, to kiss your bow and cuddling under the mistletoe. And Santa Claus, you know, of course, is one of the boys from home. The door is always open, the neighbors pay a call. And Father John, before he's gone, will bless the house and all. Our hearts are laid, our spirits bright, we'll celebrate our joy tonight. It's Christmas in Killarney, with all of the folks at home. The holly green, the ivy green, the prettiest picture you've ever seen. It's Christmas in Killarney, with all of the folks at home. It's nice, you know, to kiss your bow, a cuddle and under the mistletoe. And Santa Claus, you know, of course, is one of the boys from home. We'll decorate the Christmas tree when all the family's here. Around the roaring fire, we will raise a cup of cheer. There's gifts to bring and songs to sing and laughs to make their actors ring. It's Christmas in Killarney with all of the folks at home. The holly green, the ivy green, the prettiest picture you've ever seen. It's Christmas in Killarney with all of the folks at home. It's nice, you know, to kiss your bow and cuddle and under the mistletoe. And send the clothes, you know, of Hi, course. I'm David Krejci. I'm from Sternberg, Czech Republic, and my favorite player growing up is Jormir Jagr. Hi, I'm Jormir Jagr from Kladno, Czech Republic. My favorite player growing up was Jormir Jagr. It doesn't get any better. Moves up lead pass to Yager, trying to beat the defense, goes down, he's pulled down, scores, it goes in! And he whacked at it out of midair. What a goal by Yarmir Yager. That will go down on a, as one of the great highlight goals of all time for Yarmir, number 68. Unbelievable. That might be the most incredible goal that he's ever scored. I, I don't know if he'll ever top that one. Yarmir Yager, those powerful strikes down the wing. Yager hits the brakes. Curlin drags beautifully past to Mander. Yager, score! There's one that brings you out of your seat. Here's vintage Yarmir Yager. No chance for the deep. Pulls up, little Curlin drags. See you later, alligator. That is downright nasty. It's nice, you know, to kiss your bow and cuddle and under the mistletoe. And Santa Claus, you know, of course, is one of the boys from home. We'll take the horse and sleigh all across the fields of snow. Listen to the jingle bells everywhere we go. And welcome back to the stretch run here on ESPN New Hampshire. I'm your host, Jimmy Murphy. Bob Bardis alongside. We are live from the Buffalo Wild Wings in Manchester, New Hampshire, at the Mall of New Hampshire. Come on by. Your guy, come on by, escape the last minute shopping and escape the ladies and uh, watch some sports. We got some bowl games on already. There's uh, the NHL Network is on. And speaking of the NHL Network, you can find our next guest on there analyzing and breaking down the games every night. He joins us right now and he is former NHL goaltender Kevin Weeks. Weeksy, how you doing, buddy? Murph, what's up, man? Everything is good. How you doing? Everything cool? Oh, it's great. We're sitting here at a Buffalo Wild Wings. It's a happy hour, and uh, we're getting in the festive mood, and yeah, things are great, my man. Good to hear, man. I'm just doing some last-minute prep right now on my shopping detail and trying to ship some stuff from Jersey (laughs) to uh, some family that I have in Western Canada. I'm just trying to get that shipped out now, and then I'll head back, get a shower, and head to the NHL Network. We'll be live tonight, I think, from 9 until probably slightly after midnight when we talk the bonus coverage. So, oh yeah, the there's NHL, a lot. Of course. Yeah, tons of games tonight. I love it. It's kind of like that uh, 
that Tuesday before Thanksgiving there when they have all those games. It's the same thing now because the Christmas holiday is coming up and the uh, the Christmas break will take place. Uh, but tonight, a game that a lot of our listeners will be watching, but also the rest of the NHL and some of the sports world too, the Florida Panthers host the Boston Bruins. And, of course, in that game, Yarmir Yarga needs one point to surpass Mark Messier for second all-time on the list. I want to get from you, Weeksy. He's a character. He's amazing. He's like a fine wine. He gets better as he gets older. But I want a good, maybe comical if you have it, Yarmir Yarga memory uh, from your time playing in the NHL. Well, I would start with the fact that I think he's – we didn't confirm this from our research department at the NHL Network, but I think he scored nine of those how many hundred, 700-plus goals that he scored. I think he got nine of them on me. That's the first thing. <laughs> um, but then when we played together with the Rangers, it was really cool, man, because this is a, a neat thing for me because I had a chance to play with both Mets and with Yogg. So That's right. Interesting thing about Yogg, a lot of interesting things about Yogg that you probably would have gotten a flavor for when you're in Beantown, especially that little soundbite that you played on your intro there, which is funny. But <laughs> he was awesome because for whatever reason, I had his number in practice when we played with the Rangers. And any time I would say to him, Yogg, you can't shoot. Yogg, your shot's off today, man. I don't know. It's not jumping off your stick the same way. I'm not really, eh, not really coming off with any heat. Then he would go in after practice. He would take off his gear, put on a Rangers sweatsuit and a toque, come back out, and he'd be like, all right, let's go, let's go. And then he'd shoot on me for like another half hour and five minutes. But the crazy thing is, Murph, I didn't know that at night he was driving back out to the practice facility in Terrytown, the Rangers practice facility, to go back on the ice and work <laughs> on his game again. I had yeah. no idea. None of us yeah. actually knew. It was like the great undercover story, and if you remember that year coming out of, that would have been 0405. he put up like 120 whatever points for us. I think he scored 54, 56 goals that year. So yeah. he's really cool, man. And as far as anything, as far as anything funny, he he's just one of the guys in a different way because he's like a hockey demigod, if you will. But and he's yeah. on that Mount Rushmore of the greatest players ever. But he's one of the guys that. Guys used to chirp him. The guys would be like, Jan, why, why are you driving that old Benz? Like, get a new car. What are you doing? <laughs> and, and, and he would like that. And he would love it. And he would love when guys would get into him and chirp him and stuff. And like, Jan, you, you know, you're looking slow today. It looks like you got, like, a baby grand piano on your back. Like, that kind of stuff. <laughs> and he would love it. He, he, he's a real young spirit, as you know. He's a young spirit. He oh, loves yeah. in the locker room. He loves being around the rink. And, but one thing that I'm going to tell you that most fans, that's the, the first thing I'd tell you, is that he's a little more fun-loving than people know. His spirit is pretty young. Oh, so totally. you never know that, right? Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, oh, totally. I mean, I, you know, I only got to cover him directly, you know, being a Bruins beat reporter uh, right. for a short time there when he came for, during the 2013 uh, Cup run there before they lost to the Blackhawks. Sure. And ironically, right. I told the story yesterday on the air we see exact, almost exactly what you're saying. It's so, it's so interesting to hear that he was doing this back when he played with you. In 2013, Joe McDonald of ESPN and myself mm-hmm. went out to do a, uh, you know, a live shot on the ice there like two hours after the game, right? And we're like, ah, nobody's going to be out there. And the lights were dim. There was only one light left. And so we're walking down uh, the, the runway there where the Bruins come down to the ice. And, and we hear skating. And we're like, what the? And there's Yags going end-to-end with weights on his shoulder, his thighs, and his shins, doing sprints. Yeah. And this is, he's 41 at that point. We're like, are you kidding me? It was unreal. Right. And so there he is. He's doing that. And I'll tell you a, a, a quick funny story before we move off of this. So when he came to, to Boston after getting traded from the Stars, uh, he comes to Boston. And now I got to know mark recce real well when he was here but yeah. i already knew him real well through kevin stevens who i knew from the boston area so yep. you know i knew rex and rex had introduced me to yags one time in the past after a game we had gone out had a glass of wine together and but this was you know this was long before this was like two years i'm like this guy's never going to remember me right so right there we right. are it's his fir- it's his first scrum after his first practice with the bruins and i'm sort of off to the left right and 
you know, I'm, I'm a small guy, you know, and I, I'm an Irish guy. And so he's, he's, he answers the first question, and then I ask the second question. He looks over, and he looks down at me. He says, oh, you're the little leprechaun that came out with Recky and me. <laughs> no. <laughs> and it was great. And he, and he said, how you been, man? You know, and we hugged. he hugged me right there. He literally hugged me in the middle of a scrum. And then he went oh back to the God. next questions. That is too good. <laughs> That's classic Yaks, man. Oh, and forever man. he would call me the leper. He'd be like, hey, leprechaun, how's it going? You know, he would just always say that. So that was Yaks, man. But it's, it's amazing, isn't it, what he's doing? Yeah. And you see the way he's playing out there, right? We see what I love about him is the way he thinks the game, and that's how he yep. plays right now because obviously he's not as fast as this younger For league sure. now. But For the sure. way he knows where to be to position yep. himself is unreal, isn't it? 100%. And, you know, it's funny. If it's any consolation, there's a black cartoon character in the Czech Republic, and I think the, the character's named Kurtek. So he called me Kurtek oh, no. all the time. No. Kurtek, Kurtek, Kurtek. I'm just going to Kurtek, Kurtek. God, oh, that's hilarious. That's great. Yeah, so, yeah, so he called me Kurtek. So you can go by Leprechaun. I'll represent Kurtek. But, All right. Um, yeah, but no, you're right. Like, the, the thing about him is is he is such a student of the game. There's no detail that goes um, that goes unnoticed for him. He's yeah. all about the nuances, as you notice. And with that, you talk about how he's able to play now. I remember talking to him when we, when we played in New York. He's like, Doug, you've developed like a kind of a back-to-the-basket game. Like MJ, like mm-hmm. Jordan did when he got older, getting that fadeaway jumper. You know what I mean? Because he couldn't run yeah. and dunk on people all the time and flash to the hole. It's the same thing as Doug. He, didn't have, he doesn't have as much speed. So he's, he's basically playing a post-up style where he yeah. gets out there. He'll get his back to the defender. He'll shield the puck with his back or with his leg, uh, with his strength. He dares you to get the puck off him. Typically, you can't. So he's able to leverage defenders with his strength, with his size, with his reach. His stick is longer. Another thing is his blades are about the, the length of the steel on his blades, on his skate, is uh-huh. maybe about 60%, 70% of that of a regular skate blade. They're, they're basically cut down really fine, like really short, in other words. Yep. He's, he's just every little detail in his game in terms of how he's played and how he's evolved through the different eras that he's played in allows him to continue to be him and to be soon to be the second greatest scorer of all time. And it's all about the adjustments that he's made along the way. And one thing for a lot of our listeners out there, especially for a lot of the boys and girls, it's about looking in the mirror. Like that's a lot of taking stock, looking mm-hmm. in the mirror, taking stock. Hey, you know what? Maybe I'm not this great at this, but I could do that. Maybe if I tweak that, I'll be able to do this. So it's a constant process of self-evaluation and uh, and continuing to just really evolve as a player. And lastly, he's a real spiritual cat. Like yeah, he's yeah, part he is. Catholic. Yeah, he's a part Catholic. He's like a perfect blend between Catholic and somewhat Buddhist as well. You know what I mean? Yes. So, Yep. You would never know that. Like, sometimes you go, like, man, I'm just not feeling it. I need a higher power right now. I need a higher power. I'm going to church. I'm going to mass. Or I'm going to the temple or whatever. I'll be rubbing beads. But he, it, it, he's a real he, – he's a study in somebody that has a lot more depth than people would have ever given him credit for before. For sure. It's funny, Bernat, because I remember during that 13 Cup run, at some point in the playoffs, a – either Globe or a Boston Herald photographer actually just happened to be walking through the North End by the Old North Church and saw Yager coming out of there and took a picture and then told, you know, like the, the hockey reporter for that paper, hey, you know, I got this. Maybe you want to look into it. And they did. And, and then they did the story on his religious side. So, you know, it was, it was very uh, interesting stuff. Hey, listen, before we let you go, Weeksy, I want to ask you quickly. Obviously, the Bruins are struggling a bit right now. Um, but one of the areas that has not been a strong point for that, obviously, Tuka Rask has been unreal. But unfortunately, yeah. and I love the guy, Anton Hudobin is a great guy. I love He's another guy like Yags, just a jokester in the, in the locker room. And he's a great guy, and he was solid when he was here in that 2013 season, but he has not been able to get it together this season. You've been Agreed. in his position before, Weeksy. How, does, how do you maintain focus? 
How do you turn it around when you're not playing as often as you would be if you were the starter? How do you do that? It's a great question, man. And it is very, very, very difficult because goaltending is a lot like golf in terms of your rhythm and your feel, your touch, mm-hmm. your read, your timing, your tempo. And for any of you golf fans out there, and I'm not a great golf play, a golfer at all, but I know those things to be true. And it's very similar to goal, playing goal in the NHL. It's really similar, and it's hard when you don't get to play a lot. The, the, the only thing that you can do is practice as hard as possible. And Anton Kudobin is a worker, so he'll work. Mm-hmm. But practice as hard as possible and try to simulate as many game-like drills as you can. Not only have them be technical for you goalies out there, because, of course, sometimes you want some technical elements to your, to your drills and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they can't just be technically specific only they have to be game realistic and game simulated because the only nothing can really replicate playing in a game so your best option sometimes especially when you're not playing that often is to try to replicate as many game quotation marks like drills as possible so maybe there's a two-on-one maybe you're replicating uh, a point shot with a guy in front and a defenseman like an opposing forward so to say who's battling and try to get deflections or tips or uh, or screening you, just try to simulate as many game situations as possible because it's really, really difficult when you're not playing in games to get the game feel. And the only way ultimately you can do it is by playing. But the second best thing to that is simulating uh, game-type drills that can at least kind of uh, replicate some of those situations as a goalie that you're going to face in a game. That's really important. Yeah, yeah, it is, and that will be crucial for the Bruins because while Tuca has been Superman, he can't do it all. They're going to need Hudobin to step up. Hey, listen, my friend, great, great stuff there on Yags. We appreciate you taking the time. I know you're a busy man, and you and yours have a Merry Christmas, all right? All right, thanks, Murph. appreciate having me on, and thanks to all you NHL fans out there in New Hampshire and the whole Beantown area as well. We appreciate you. All right, thank you. That is Kevin Weeks joining us, former NHL goaltender, now you can watch him on NHL Network. As he said, he'll be there going in and out of the game tonight, giving you analysis. Check it out on NHL Network starting around 9 o'clock. He'll be on there with the crew, and he is probably one of the best guests we have on this show. It's a pleasure to have him on there. And that, is, that was just, I mean, Bob, that was cool insight, wasn't it? I had a whole handful of questions on upcoming week, his power rankings. He's just given some, uh, he's tweeted out about equipment and I had a whole bunch of I go, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, I love this. It got this, rolling, this, man. Yes, this, that was great information. No Wasn't one that, that that cool stuff yes. about Yags? Yes. The, the Buddhist and the Catholic. <laughs> I, I kind of like to myself. To, I'm a Buddhist leprechaun. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we got Justin Sullivan working the boards back of the studio. Justin, I'm, I'm trying to get them to ship some wings over to you, my man. I hope we can do it. <laughs> if not, I promise, next time it's on me. Uh, but you're doing a great job back there in our next segment. You want to stay with us. If you like to pick some games for entertainment purposes, you'll want to be tuned in to the next segment as Mario Magola uh, from Sportfolio joins us. Mario, and he is killing it. He 14-1-1 in the last four weeks here on the show. So stay with us. Mario Magola, Sportfolio.com, joins us on the stretch run live from the Buffalo Wild Wings in the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester, New Hampshire. Bob Bardis, Jimmy Murphy, we'll be back. Sun is shining. The wind is blowing the breeze. The leaves are flying. Everybody feels nice. We just say, oh God, thanks for all the wonderful things. Even see a little snow sometimes. But you know, God only knows how the Christmas is going to look. So one more time, I'll say, let's make this Christmas. You're listening to The Stretch Run with Jimmy Murphy. Stay tuned for The Right Time with Bomani Jones. Only here on ESPN New Hampshire Radio. 
New York peace of mind. Let's discuss a little bit of the Derek Rose trade. I think he needed to start fresh. I think New York is the perfect place for him. He loves being in a city. He loves being under the bright lights. I think him, Mello, and Porzingis is an interesting, you it's know, interesting. it's curious how everybody melds yeah. together. He has been a league average point guard, essentially. But, as we were touching on already, is significantly better than what the Knicks had. Starting now, the Knicks are in a much better place than they were three days ago. Every Saturday from 2 to 4, here on ESPN New Hampshire. The Patriots play the Jets in New York in a special Saturday Christmas Eve day game. Kickoff is at 1 p.m. This is ESPN New Hampshire's Pete Terrier, wishing everyone a happy holiday and inviting you to join me for an afternoon of fun, prizes, and football with Coors Light at the Wild Rover Pub in downtown Manchester. The Rover is a Manchester institution, and it's a great place to watch the Pats. You can order something delicious to eat and wash it down with an ice-cold Coors Light. Cheer on the Pats at the Wild Rover Pub, 21 Kosciuszko Street, downtown Manchester. The 2016 Chick-fil-A Nashua Holiday Basketball Tournament, Wednesday, December 28th through Friday the 30th at Nashua High School South. This year's event features girls and boys teams from Nashua South, Nashua North, Alvern, South, Egan, Milford, Goffstown, and Merrimack, along with special appearances from the famous Chick-fil-A Cows. Games start at 10 a.m. each day, and tickets are available at the door. The 2016 Chick-fil-A Nashua Holiday Basketball Tournament, Wednesday, December 28th through Friday the 30th. More info at nhsportspage.com. It's the year-end holiday event going on now at North End Mazda in Lunenburg. From now until January 3rd, get 0% financing for 63 months on all 2016 Mazda vehicles in stock. Make no payments until March and get a $250 gift card just in time for the holidays. Like the new 2016 Mazda 3i, the new 2016 Mazda 6i, or the new 2016 Mazda CX-5. Over 350 vehicles in stock. You're one click away from great holiday savings at BuyNorthEndMazda.com. See dealer or go to BuyNorthEndMazda.com for details. Offer ends January 3rd. All right, guys, huddle up. Coach's car battery died and he's running behind. And since I haven't been paying attention, I have no idea what plays we run or what most of your names are, for that matter. So what I'll do is I'm going to pop this antacid tablet. I'll fall down. I'll fake a heart attack. And then you guys act shocked and concerned and stuff. And hopefully that'll buy me enough time for the coach to get here. All right, team on three. Make sure you'll be there. Get a car battery test today. Find a location at interstatebatteries.com. Interstate batteries, outrageously dependable. Is your business in search of commercial property? Garrison Glen Corporate Park, located in Exeter, New Hampshire, is a highly desirable suburban business park located just 10 minutes from Portsmouth. There are four lots remaining, ranging in size from approximately 10 to 20 acres. That's Garrison Glen Corporate Park in Exeter. Don't let this opportunity slip away. For more information and other property listings, visit CushmanandWakefield.com. CushmanandWakefield.com. Talking boxing with Billy C. Every Saturday morning from 4 to 6. Here's my thoughts to WBC, who likes to parade around and act like they are the sport of boxing. They like to, to promote their belt as the belt to have. And for the most part, a lot of fighters follow that thought process. I think Canelo Alvarez would be in a position to really put some egg on the face of the WBC. On the home for boxing fans, ESPN New Hampshire. This is the Granite Station for Granite Roots. This is ESPN New Hampshire. Mario, 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 Mama Mario, Mario! Welcome back to the Stretch Run on ESPN New Hampshire. Jimmy Murphy, Bob Bartis alongside, Pete Terrier as well. We are live at Buffalo Wild Wings in Manchester at the Mall in New Hampshire. Holiday cheer here. Christmas shoppers coming in for 
some wings or whatever they want to have on this tasty menu here. It is happy hour here at Buffalo Wild Wings up until 5 o'clock, and then they will start it up again at 9 o'clock as well. Also, boneless Thursday, 65-cent boneless wings here at the Buffalo Wild Wings in Manchester at the Mall of New Hampshire. want to thank Brian, the manager, for hosting us here. Does a great job as always. And we are going to go to our man Mario Magola right now, Sportfolio.com. He's killing it on the show. 14-1-1 with his picks over the last four weeks. 4-0 again last week, and he joins me right now. Merry Christmas, Mario. How are you? You too, man. I'm doing well. And I, I thought I had a life goal complete when uh, I came out to the Super Mario theme song the past couple weeks, or the past couple months. But Blink-182 Christmas, that might, that might have it beat, so... I appreciate it. Thank there, you for uh, There you go, my friend. That was your... Yeah, and and, and, and Justin Sullivan, our, our board op, still mixed in some Mario in there for you. I, I, so it I all... know. This was like the best of both worlds to start it. Exactly, exactly. Well, we are here at Buffalo Wild Wings, as you heard there, and it's a, it's a good time here. Uh, it's too bad our listeners can't listen right now because they could uh, maybe go make some money if they were because you are on fire, my friend, and let's get right into it. Thursday night football, a big NFC East battle. Obviously, the Eagles are playing for pride and playing to be the spoiler. Uh, the New York Giants come into Philly. Playoff berth on the line. They are one-and-a-half-point underdogs in the city of brotherly love, which will not be brotherly at all. Who knows? They may be pelting Santa with snowballs again. But let me get your take on this game right now. So one of the reasons why the picks have actually done well the past couple weeks is because and we pick a Thursday game every week, right? We, I always come on on Thursdays. So we have to break mm-hmm. down the Thursday matchup, which we did not like in the beginning of the year. They were a little iffy. And I don't know if you remember this, so let me ask you. A couple weeks ago, Cowboys played the Vikings, and we specifically talked about how important that game was for the Vikings to cover in terms yes. of trends and traps. Do you remember that one? Yep. So that, that setup was to kind of bring the numbers a little bit back to normal. And since then, that's actually when this – this kind of hot streak began because it looks like Thursday numbers are finally right. And something still needs to change. Going into, going into this week, favorites are outrageous. 11-5 and five against the spread on Thursday night. 11-5 and five is insane for a full season. And wow. the crazy thing is that I think you just said Philly was one-and-a-half-point favorites now. Is that, what, is that the last number you have? Yes. Yep. So I wrote my entire column. I prepped for this entire this, this interview. I prepped for everything with the Eagles as two-and-a-half-point uh, underdogs because they were. Wow. So What the heck just happened then? Well, that's the thing. I am, I'm thrilled because I really, I really like traps. I look for traps. And the easiest way to find a trap is to see a team that has played poorly, looks bad in everyone's eyes, and all of a sudden the number starts to move in their direction because that's a sign that you don't need those points. When Philadelphia was getting two-and-a-half points, they didn't need it. So it started to slide over. It looks like, as of right now, I have the Eagles as favorites also. I, between me and you, I had debated giving the Eagles the win. But I liked the small spread anyway. I felt like this is going to be a one-to-two-point game either way, come down to a field goal. And now that I see Eagles are favorite, I'm, I'm going to jump right ahead and say, I think the Eagles are actually going to win this game. It is a wow. familiar division rival. It should be low scoring because you have a really good New York defense. And a Philly defense is going against what I think is a pretty bad Giants offense. I'm still not buying into New York. Giants are good. Defense is very good. But I don't find any part of this team particularly great outside of Odell Beckham. So not you have a small defense? spread. What's that? You, you don't find that defense great? I would say not great. Very good, bordering great. And I think it's okay. also opportunistic. I mean, they played the Rams. They yeah. played a Cowboys team who they know how to beat. And that, I think, is something yeah, that, that gets forgotten. So, yeah. And they also played Matthew Stafford last week with, like, four fingers. So <laughs> I'm not going to take everything they've done and, and throw them in the Super Bowl right now. I think the bigger deal is I can very much see a situation tonight where whether or not the Giants win, I could see their offense not playing well. And the narrative now changes to, is this team actually good enough to go deep into the playoffs? Because right now, there's this belief that defensive pressure from the Giants is going to carry this team. But mm-hmm. if they don't show up against Philadelphia, that, that opens a lot of eyes. And I think that's what's going to happen. I, I, I was torn on who was going to win. I liked the Eagles getting points. Now that they're favorites, mm-hmm. I, I think the Eagles win like a two-point game here. 
Well, it will be interesting. Always interesting when those two teams get together. Let's look at another uh, great one with lots of playoff implications. The Indianapolis Colts go into Oakland to take on the Raiders. Both teams with a lot on the line. Who you like in here? I really, really didn't want to talk about the Colts when I first started writing it up because they are they're maddening. To date, they have had back-to-back wins or back-to-back losses only twice this whole season. Every other time they've alternated between wins and losses. They show up, they don't show up. But here they are, game out of first place. And if you want to talk about desperation or, or playing up, like this is it for the Colts. But the reason why is actually pretty simple. As poorly as they started, they've actually played much better lately. They are 4-2 and two in their last six games. One of those two losses came against the Steelers without Andrew Luck. So mm-hmm. you remove that game, they're 4-1. and one, And the other loss was a division game against Houston. I don't like losing to Houston, but division games are what they are. You could, you could forgive these two, at least a little bit. So the whole right. success of the Colts runs run through Andrew Luck, and you're not going to get a better matchup than a potential shootout with the Raiders. So just as an underdog alone, getting points in this game, I would have been compelled to take either underdog because you have to assume this is going to be one of those back-and-forth Derek Carr versus Andrew Luck. Let them throw the ball, see what happens. But you see that Indianapolis just put 34 points on a Vikings defense that had not allowed more than 26 before that. And the Raiders are actually slowing down offensively. So it may, be, it may sound like blasphemy to say, but in the past couple weeks, the Colts are actually playing better than the Raiders are. And I think they passed them at least on this game, at least with, with more on the line. I, I do think the Colts come out and win. I mean, this is their offense versus Oakland's defense is a, is a bad, uh, bad mismatch. So I, think, I think Indianapolis yeah. takes it. You know what? I, I'm with you on this one. I, in, I can't stand Indianapolis. I can't stand the hype around Andrew Luck. I, and, you know, I tweeted a, 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 like maybe last week, I think. I said he, he's one of the biggest frauds. But I, I was wrong in saying that, and I corrected myself. It, the overhype of him was a fraud. It was fraudulent. The hype that accompanied Andrew Luck into this league and still to an extent does, I think is fraudulent. But that's you can't blame him necessarily. Right. That's not he, he doesn't control what, what the media does or what fans do. He can't control that. I, I would almost argue and, and given just, his position, he's, he's actually done kind of well considering what, he's, yeah. what he has around him. Right. You know, over the past couple of weeks, he's been making me eat, eat my words on him. I still didn't think he was that great at court, but, you know, with the with the with probably one of the worst offensive lines going and a horrible defense, uh, like you pointed out there, he's quietly gone, what, you say four and two in the last six? I four mean, and two, yep. And, and four and Nobody's one talking about that. Right. Yeah, so nobody's talking about that. You, and now, you, now you, you talk about um, the defenses in this game as well, the Raiders' offense going down a bit over the last few weeks. I still think, though, this could be a high-scoring game, don't you? I, I do, too. I do, too. And I, I think it's more a matter of if Oakland was still putting up 30 points a game, we, we'd mm. have to kind of take it at face value that they're just going to come out and again, again play well. I think it's high-scoring because the Colts actually forced the Raiders' hands this time. I think this is one yeah. where Indianapolis does so well that Oakland has to score. They have to. I mean, you want to keep up, yeah. start, start putting the ball in the air, and they, they will. That's how I view it, too. And one of the things, too, before we move to the next game here, because we're, we're short on time, but the, another thing to keep in mind about the Raiders, and I've been saying it all along, and now it's really getting exposed, is their secondary, man. Right. You can pass on these guys. And, you know, you're putting Andrew Luck up against them, so there you go. Let's right. go to an awesome, awesome battle here. It's going to be on Christmas uh, Christmas Day. Actually, you know what? We'll go to, uh, we'll go to the closer game to home right now. Make sure we get all the analysis in for that. Uh, and because it's uh, it's Christmas Eve, the Jets at the Patriots. The Jets. I mean, the first time they played them, we know they've kept them close. We know that they've they've had, you know, no matter what the records are, you throw it out the door. There, it's a rivalry. But there's just something different about this game. The fact that the Patriots still want to clinch that number one seed, and if the Colts help them out, they'll they'll get it uh, with a win and a Raiders loss. Um, it's just so much more going right now for the Patriots. The Jets look like they've given up. I look at this as being like a blowout. How about you? I, I'm going to keep this one pretty quick because I know we're short on time. It, this is a blowout. Yeah. This, is not, this is a blowout years in the making because the last seven games have been close. Seven consecutive games decided by seven points or less. doesn't happen a lot with, with, with great teams against bad teams. I understand it's a division rivalry. I picked the Jets to cover last time they played them. But this is it. I mean, they're playing in New England. Bryce Petty is the starting quarterback with Robbie Anderson pretty much being the main target. 
if if this isn't it, I, I don't know. I, you will not get a better time to pick the Patriots yeah. in a big spread against the Jets. I think this literally the whole read on this. This is it. This is the time it happens. And you said that you yeah. think they quit. I don't know if I'll go that far yet. But if you go down early on Christmas Eve, you know they're looking ahead to holiday dinner that night. So yeah, let's just get home and get and, and right. celebrate the holiday and get to next year uh, quickly. The Broncos at Chiefs, an awesome, awesome AFC West battle. The Broncos are reeling after a tough loss to the Patriots. They go into Arrowhead right now, uh, maybe seeking some revenge. But they got to worry about themselves, don't they? I, I like what you just said, though. Seeking revenge, the most heartbreaking loss of the season, I think, was the Broncos a couple weeks ago against the Chiefs. They gave up at nine home. points on defense, yep. only gave up seven points the whole game, blew an eight-point lead at the end. I think Denver does come in and, and has heartbreaking revenge on their mind. This is one of my favorite games of the week. I think Denver outright wow. wins, and I love taking the points here. Their defense is playing. They only held the Patriots 16 points. I mean, that, that's worth something right now, and the Chiefs can be run against. So I think there's the avenue for Denver to outright win. All right, my friend. Well, listen, we sorry to rush you off here. We've just been carried away. We were at the Buffalo Wild Wings, so we get lost in our wings here. Uh, but we want to wish you and yours a Merry Christmas. Thanks, as always. Keep up the great work. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you guys, too. All right, that is Mario Magola joining us from Sportfolio.com. Check out his work. Check him out on Twitter, at Mario Magola. The man is in fuego. As we go in to the second hour of the stretch run here on ESPN New Hampshire, I'm Jimmy Murphy, Bob Bartis alongside, Pete Terrier as well. We'll be back live from the Buffalo Wild Wings at the Mall of New Hampshire in Manchester. And I pierced my ear. Oh, mama made it perfectly clear.